what's up? How you doing, man? It's your boy Kai. I'm back again, dropping a new episode. I've been slacking, dropping episodes, but I promise I'm about to pick it up. So I'm back t- tonight with my ninth episode of my podcast, Unapologetic. And for tonight's episode, I want to talk about emotional detachment. Now, I chose that because I feel like a lot of people, you know, go through that. And it's something that's, I feel like it's common, but a lot of people don't really recognize the signs and symptoms of what it is. Now, if you don't know, emotional detachment is an inability or unwillingness to connect with other people on an emotional level. Being emotionally detached helps protect people from unwanted drama, anxiety, or stress. Now, as I mentioned, what is that? You know, emotional detachment describes when you or others disengage or disconnect from other people's emotions. It may stem from an an unwillingness or inability to connect with others. There are two general types. In some cases, you may develop emotional detachment as a response or a difficult to, I'm sorry, it's a response to a difficult or stressful situation. In other cases, it may result from an underlying psychological condition. Emotional detachment can be helpful if you use it purposely, such as setting boundaries with certain people or groups. Boundaries can help you maintain a healthy distance from people who demand much of your emotional attention, but emotional detachment can also be harmful when you can't control it. You may feel numb or muted. This is known as emotional blunting, and it's typically a symptom or issue that you should consider working with a mental health professional to address. Now, like I said, I chose this because a lot of people, they go through this. Like, you might have someone who they may love you, may care for you, but they don't really know how to show it because they're so detached. They don't know how to properly express themselves or express their emotions, give you that proper love that they need. Like I said, whether it's a serious committed relationship, just a friendship, it could be a mother, father, brother, sister, or whatever it is. You know, a lot of people have gone through such traumatic things in their life that, you know, they just kind of put that wall up and shield themselves. They don't know how to fully, you know, let people in and then fully express their emotions and things like that. And like I said, a lot of people go through that. They probably just don't recognize what it is, the signs or symptoms or things like that. They may think that person just, you know holding back, which they are, but there's a reason for that because they've probably been through a lot and they don't know how to fully open up. So now I kind of want to break down the signs and and symptoms of what it is. So, you know, signs and symptoms of emotional detachment. People who are emotionally detached or removed may experience symptoms such as difficulty creating or maintaining personal relationships, as I mentioned, a lack of attention or appearing preoccupied when around others, Difficulty being loving or affectionate with a family member, avoiding people, activities, or places because they're associated with past trauma, reduced ability to express emotion, difficulty empathizing with another person's feelings, not easily sharing emotions or feelings, difficulty committing to another person or relationship, not making another person a priority when they should be. Now, as I mentioned, all those kind of, let's say, like I said, go back to past trauma. Like I said, people go through a lot of things in life and they don't know fully how, how to express themselves or talk to someone because they've been holding in for so long that they're just so detached. They don't know how to come to you and say, hey, something's bothering them, what's going on? Say so they just hold everything in and they, they're like, they're not fully there with you when they're there, you know? So that, that's another sign of, a, you know, emotional detachment because a lot of people just don't know how to fully open up and let somebody in and know, you know, how they're feeling, what they're thinking, what's going on with them. So a lot, of, like I said, as I mentioned, a lot of that go back to, you know, past trauma or just, you know, personal relationships. Again, whether it's a serious committed relationship, you know, a friendship, a relationship with a family, maybe it could be at work or whatever. In that case, you know, you have this detachment because you don't know how to fully open up and express yourselves because it's hard for you because you don't know where to start the right words, what you should say or what you could do. That's, those are all signs and symptoms of emotional detachment. Now, also, identifying emotional detachment. Emotional detachment can slowly build over time. 
or it may occur more rapidly in response to an acute situation, though everyone is different. Some signs and symptoms to watch for include inability to feel emotions or feeling empty, losing interest in enjoyable activities, becoming less involved in relationships, showing little or no empathy towards others, being harsh or unkind to others. If you suspect you may be developing emotional detachment, you should consider talking with your doctor. They can help identify your symptoms and recommend potential treatment options. Now, again, like I said, as I mentioned, as I mentioned, you know, previous for it throughout the segment relationships, because that's how a lot of people identify relationships. They don't know how to fully open up to their partner and let them know what's going on. Like I said, it could be work or you're just being mean or, you know, being a jerk to someone when it's probably not intentional. You just don't know how to have that type of relationship with someone where you can have fun with them, laugh and joke because you're so detached. So you just come off as you're just rude or you're an asshole when that's probably not your intentions. You just don't know how to you know, laugh and joke with them like a normal person do because you're suffering through something but you're not fully open up and letting anybody know what's going on. Now again, you know, the types of emotional detachment, you know, include constant exposure to bad or unpleasant news, traumatic experience, abuse, side effects of certain medications, condition as a child due to parental or cultural expectations. Now, I feel like that one is big, again, the condition as a child due to parental or cultural expectations. Now, I've mentioned this in one of my previous episodes, but, you know, specifically for boys. Boys are taught, in general, a lot of black boys are going to, we are taught that, you know, we don't cry. We don't show emotion. That's weak. That's not what men do. So they walk around here just so just with so much anger, so much rage. All this just built up inside them because they don't know who to talk to, who let it out to. They don't like going to therapy because in the black community we're taught, oh, therapy is bad. We don't do therapy. We just pray away. You don't need therapy. You're crazy. Or what's not? When in actuality, there's nothing wrong with opening up and talk to someone. But people who suffer from this, they don't know that because. Like I said, they've been trained in conditions since they was a kid program. That's not what we do in our culture. That's not what we do. So they don't know how to fully open up and, you know, go talk to someone. Now, what causes emotional detachment? Emotional detachment may be voluntary. Some people can choose to remain emotionally removed from a person or situation. Other times, emotional detachment results from trauma, abuse, or a previous encounter. In these cases, previous events may make it difficult to be open and honest with a friend, loved one, or, as I mentioned, significant other. Because... You know, you, we all probably have met someone who, like I said, you know they may love you, but they don't fully know how to show it because they, they just don't know how to open up and give you that love, that, that you know, show them emotions, that compassion, you know what I'm saying, give you all of that affection that you need because they don't know how. It's just not something they was taught or not something they was around growing up, so they just shield themselves from that. And, you know, some people choose to proactively remove themselves from in an emotional situation, this may be an option if you have a family member or a colleague that you know upsets you greatly. You can choose not to engage with the person or persons. This will help you remain cool and keep calm when dealing with them. In situations like this, emotional detachment is a bit like a proactive measure. It helps you prepare for situations that may trigger a negative emotional response. Now, that's also, you know, saying one of the positive things about it. If you know someone, when you're around someone that you get negative energy, negative vibes, and they just bring up bad side of you, don't be around that person. Like, you know, don't let anyone control your happiness or take that away from you. Only you can control that. So if you're around them and they're bringing out that side of you, then that's a problem. You need to change your environment, change the people you hang around if they have you feeling like that because if it's always constant negativity, then you need to, you know, change the people you're around, you know, reevaluate your circle in your life and change your surroundings, get somewhere that makes you take you to a happy place that just nothing but positivity good vibes laugh love and joy and things like that you know and also emotional detachment it can come as a result of abuse you know 
Sometimes emotional detachment may result from, as I mentioned earlier, traumatic events such as childhood abuse or neglect. Children who live through abuse or neglect may develop emotional detachment as a means of survival. Children require a lot of emotional connection from their parents or caregivers. If it's not forthcoming, the children may stop expecting it. When this happens, they may begin to turn off their emotional receptors, as in the case of reactive attachment disorder, or also known as RAD, RAD. RAD is a condition in which children cannot form bonds with their parents or caregivers that can lead to depressed mood, inability to show or show emotions, and behavior problems. Now, I feel like that's big because a lot of kids probably don't know how to fully connect with their parents they just maybe like I said from traumatic experience from abuse to struggle whatever struggles a parent have the neighborhood the environment or whatever they don't know how to fully open up and connect with their parents so it's like they just go up and it's like well I couldn't connect with my mother or father or the two people who should love me most so how can I connect with you because I don't know how I don't know what to say what I'm supposed to do I don't know how to fully open up and connect with you or anybody else because it's not something I had it's not something I've been taught so they just shield themselves from the world and just walk around with all this anger and rage from what happened in their childhood because they're not fully over it, you know? And I always feel like you have a lot of people right now that they're so angry and all that because they still have a broken child inside them that they haven't fully dealt with. They haven't fully let out that childhood trauma and it's affected them in every way possible. And a lot of people just don't know how to move on because they haven't fully dealt with the things in their past that allowed them to you know, move forward. So if you're dealing with that, you know, get help, seek help, because if not, you're going to constantly keep going through this emotional cycle of, of depressed, feeling angry, all this built up rage and all that, but you have to know how to constantly let it out the right way. Channeling your emotions through the right channels, the right steps, get help. There's nothing wrong with that. If you feel like you need to seek help, you know, go. Now, my just my final takeaway from this, you know, emotional det- detachment occurs when people willingly or unwillingly turn off their connection with their emotions. This may be intentional, such as a defense mechanism or emotionally draining people or unintentional due to a underlying condition or medication side effect. If you have difficulty processing emotions or you live with someone who does, you may want to consider seeking help from a mental health provider. They can offer support and treatment to help you understand how to process emotions and respond to others and activities. Now, again, 